0: Welcome to episode 18 of Viper Crew Spotlight. I am your host, Whack, as they call me, also known as Joshua Slasek, joined by, as always, Jackson Pasquale and our newest co-host, Ashton Lux. Guys, how you doing today? Jackson, let's come to you. How you doing, man? Good. Had
1: a long day at Klein ISD Media Days uh, the past two days and uh, going to have a busy day tomorrow going to Goose Creek ISD for their fall photo shoot. Uh other than other than that, we've had a pretty busy week in recruitment, especially today. So I, I'm ready for this show. I think it's gonna be a good one.
0: And speaking of Klein, Klein Forest is going to be episode two of our five Spring Tour mini series. As people may or may not know, episode one dropped this past Tuesday. It was the woodlands. Uh, great, great feedback. So excited to bring you Klein Forest and and for, for episode 2 and then Willis episode 3 and then if round it all out We're actually leaving this Houston area for once and going to San Marcos, my neck of the woods So gonna have 4 episodes in this Vibe Spring Tour miniseries, happy to bring that to you Jackson got that beautiful footage, good job on that my man So excited for episode 2 to air um, on Tuesday of next week, which I'll be on vacation for So you know, I'll have it all ready by then, but uh, you know, uh, excited for episode 2 to drop Ashton, how are you doing man?
2: Well, guys, I'm, I'm glad to be back for another episode and starting this new journey with y'all. And like I said, I really appreciate the opportunity. Like Jackson said, it has been a, a really busy week with recruiting. I know y'all have been uh, at Klein all week. Uh, for me, I've been staying at home, just making sure, checking Twitter all the time. And there's a lot of stuff that happened this week, and I'm just really excited to get into it.
0: Let's go ahead and get into it, Ashley, And let's let's stay with you. Go ahead and tell us any of the news this week that you've seen across the state when it comes to Texas high school football recruiting.
2: So for I'm going to stay local this time, and um, I'm going to go with a Klein-Kane dual, or not, sorry, dual. He plays both sides of the ball. I'm going to go with the sophomore, now rising junior, Gibson Pyle. He is a 2024 offensive lineman who also plays a defensive lineman. The day he was in Ole Miss, which he picked up that offer, I want to say four days ago, he was on an unofficial visit over there. And I know he's been speaking with them. And he's got a huge offer list. I mean, it consists of Houston, UTSA, SMU, USC, Boston College, and the Ole Miss offer. And so uh, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do and when he narrows down his list. And I just – I know Ole Miss is up there.
0: Yeah, and I think we can officially say because – You know, all these schools have already had their graduation that when you refer to an athlete, if you say senior, that means, you know, class of 2023. I think I think we're finally at that point. You know, I've always kind of been, you know, saying calling them juniors when, you know, you know, when the class of 2023, I think finally at that point they can be called seniors. Uh, Jackson, let's come to you now. Uh, What kind of news you got for us this week?
1: Well, the news I got for this week is actually uh, right before we uh, got started in the show uh, about an hour or two ago, Austin Novastad from Dripping Springs uh, High School picked up an offer from Ohio State. This is probably one of his top offers he's gotten so far. He's committed to Baylor right now. But he's going to be at the Elite 11 camp. He could be a guy that blows up towards uh, the beginning of a senior year and even into a senior year. And uh, if Baylor holds on to this one. Uh, this will be definitely a quarterback uh, to see in the future for the Bears. Uh, other news I got DJ Lagway Jr. from Willis picked up an offer from USC. Big-time offer for Lagway as uh, Lincoln Riley has been seen as the quarterback guru the past couple of years in the Big 12 with Oklahoma, now at USC. Uh, Lagway was out in California for a quarterback retreat where he threw a 70-yard pass, uh, absolutely ridiculous at his size. Uh, and then he went on a visit to uh, see Coach Riley, and Coach Riley offered him on the spot, so Pretty, pretty cool moment for Lagway as uh, his recruitment keeps heating up. Uh, in other news that I got, A.J. Tisdale from uh, College Station High School, a defensive back, picks up his 13 offer from Cal. I expect him to continue this uh, kind of heat, heating uh, heating up he's had in his recruitment the past couple of weeks. I uh, expect more offers to come for him. And the last thing I got uh, is kind of local, also uh, close to me. Uh, David Hicks Jr. from Payto High School uh, is on his official visit as we speak right now at Texas A&M. This is a big time visit for Texas A&M as uh, Hicks is the number one player in Texas number one defensive lineman. He's the number one guy in the cycle that Texas A&M wants to go after uh, so I expect Hicks to have a pretty good visit there and excited to see what he says about the visit.
0: Womp womp AM. and No I'm just playing man. Just playing. I always gotta give you a hard, hard time with the Aggies uh, one one additional note, and, and I don't have it open with me, so if while I'm talking someone wants to pull this up, uh, Mikhail, uh Harrison Pilot did, uh, you know, we talked about his top 12 last week. He did drop his top five. If it was not yesterday, it was the day before. Um, let's see if I – I know Houston and, and Texas were on there and three other schools. I think Cal was one of them. Did anyone want, want to give me the other two? And I think Jackson's looking up right now. Jackson, what you got for me?
1: The five schools are U of H, Cal, TCU, Texas, OU.
0: There you go. I was I had three of the five, so uh, there you go. He's dropped his top five. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think Ashton said last week he he, he feels uh, U of H is in his future, but we will see. Um, you know, excited to see him in his senior season of Temple. Um, with that being said, if if no one's got any other news they want to talk about, if you do, you know, raise your hand so I can see. If not. We will move on to our interview this week. I did not see anybody raising their hand. So let us go to our interview this week. And our interview is going to be uh, going to our man, Ashton. We're, we're, you know, week two and we're throwing it on him. But hey, that's what we do around here. Got to throw him into the water. So, Ashton, without further ado, let's jump to your interview right now. All
2: right, ladies and gentlemen, here's a long way to interview with the Christian Wolmec. Christian, how are you doing today, man?
3: Doing good, doing good.
2: So, Chris, obviously, we're going to get right into it. This You've had a hell of a year, a crazy junior year. I mean, y'all went five rounds deep, barely made the playoffs initially. People were doubting y'all. Y'all were the underdogs all the way up until round five against Denton Geyer. Could you walk me through your your junior year?
3: Coming in, I had a. I was currently on defense, having to make a switch from offense once again, it wasn't pretty. Di- it wasn't that difficult, but um, coming from five having five running backs at one spot, then coming down to only two splitting reps, I mean, it was uh, something I had to get adapt to. And then having time to play on both sides at certain points, it wasn't that difficult to me. But other than that, we had a really really great season, and, um, and I think all my teammates and re- really like that. Um, we even got to that point knowing that nobody even believed in us. I mean, we put in the work and the time to get where we need to be. Well, I, I kind of want to
2: dig deeper into that, making the switch from defense to offense. Like you said, you had five running backs the year prior, switching to two running backs now, splitting reps. Even while splitting reps, you and Allen, or sorry, excuse me, Evan, saw crazy numbers. Evan was sh- just shy of 1,000 rushing yards. You were at 13, or 1300, 1,300 yards this year with 21 touchdowns obviously something went well (laughs) y'all went five round deep five round deep um could you go a little
3: bit more in depth on that I mean um Evan Ellis is a good running back I mean we have a really great really great team with the offensive line and I've had so much trust in them ever since the beginning of the year and like I said dealing with the split reps I mean it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. I mean, we both had our opportunities to go score and we did. And so, I mean, pulling out 1,300 was a number I wasn't, wasn't even expecting to. I mean, I was talking to my coach. He was like, 1,000 has got to be the mark. And I, I ended up doing it. And I exceeded it. And this year, I'm trying to go for 2,000. Just having to step up and be that guy for the team and be the leader is really important, most important to me, dealing with this team that came up with me ever since I've been there.
2: So that 1,000-yard mark was your goal last year. You surpassed it this year. You're going for 2,000 yards. So what are you doing in the offseason to get better, to surpass that and hopefully reach that 2,000-yard mark goal?
3: I mean, we we all all have to be in together with this. We all have to want the same thing and making sure that, you know, we want to try to be better than what we were last year. So, I mean, I've been going to workouts. I mean, I've been training ever since school had let out. I mean, and I've been trying to make sure my recruiting has been top in top shape and make sure I've been in shape. And so I need to put on a little bit more weight for the upcoming year. But I mean, other than that, I've been training day in, day out and take care of my body.
2: So walk me through some of those workout sessions. What does a normal day look like for you? Obviously, we just got out of school about a week ago with a SAT camp coming up in about a week and a half or two weeks. Just walk me through what a normal day looks like for you.
3: I mean, a normal day I've been trying to adapt to is, you know, wake up, have a great good breakfast and then try to get a lift in around maybe like 10, 11 o'clock and make sure I get whatever I need to be done. Have like if I need a leg day, I'll make sure I'm squatting to where I need to be or upper body day. I'll get that done. And then uh, coming afterwards, I have a, a pretty big meal to to um, fill in all those calories I lost. And then after that, I probably have some field work type the day. Either be conditioning or if I need to work on defense, I work on defense. If it's offense, I work on offensive type drills and make sure I can just stay, just tip to dip my foot in the water with both sides of the ball, just because I mean being an athlete is just what I've always wanted to do. And so wherever, wherever school wants to take me, that's where I'm gonna play at and do it well, like I need to.
1: So
2: like you mentioned earlier, you making sure that your recruitment is a tip top shape. Currently I know you have no offers but how,
3: how is the recruiting process going for you? I mean, um, during the school year, I've had great coaches come through, great school schooling programs come through. And, you know, they've given me camp advice. I've been trying to schedule those out and make sure I'm going to the right school that's perfectly fit for me. I've talked to a couple of schools like Tech. I've talked to Cal Berkeley, San Diego State. San Diego State's been a really, really big um, school to talk to me. And um, other than that, it's just been... Day in day out, with coaches talking to me, telling me they love what they see, is about well. they want to get me on campus, which is perfectly fine with any other school to do. But I'm just still waiting on that first call, and I can get things busy really.
2: Obviously, like you said, you're still waiting on this first call. But how important is this recruitment process to you and your family?
3: I mean, coming from a family where that we haven't had too many like. People that will go big, I mean, taking that wrong decision in life, I mean, which is perfectly fine. I mean, it happens. But having the whole family behind me taking, taking the note that, you know, I can be something really big for us. I mean, I, I for sure don't want to pay for school, and I know nobody else does. But being able to get to the next level is just something I want to do. And get to the next level, I want to make sure I do what I need to do and get past beyond that and get drafted, hopefully, which will happen. Just piggy into
2: existence early. What schools have you been on visits with?
3: So far, I've only been on a visit to Rice University. That was uh, about a month or two ago. <clears throat> it's a really great campus, really great school. And um, I'm planning out to have more during the summer, depending on what camps and what schools really want to be there. So that's pretty much really it as of right now. So I know you did go to, like you
2: said, you went to Rice on their junior day. Could you walk me through what that whole, uh, off, excuse me, um, unofficial visit was like?
3: Um, It's a great, I've I've been up there before once. It was for a game. It was against when they played um, U of H. It's a, they have a really nice stadium. I mean, I, I was there, watched the practice. It seemed like a really great environment on the field. Took a tour of the whole entire campus. It's a very beautiful campus. And yeah. Um, and I met the running back coach C.J. Anderson that played for the Broncos. I mean he was pretty straightforward with me telling me what I need to be what I need to do, where I need to be at in certain for certain positions that I need to be in. and as a matter of he told me like, we want you here, you got to make sure you stay on top of things that you need to do. So that's why I really um, majored in right now.
2: And to kind of wrap things up, Chris, could you tell me and just go into detail, knowing that this is our last year, we're seniors now? What does it feel like and what, what are you doing to make sure that, that this is – because, I mean, this is going to be the last time that you do play on high school football pads. What are you doing and how does it feel to make sure that the senior year is the one that counts?
3: Well, I mean, I've, knowing that I could leave it all on the field, that's the major thing I want to do. I want to leave it all on the field and make sure that I know that I've I done my best and not regretting anything um I'm making sure that I'm training harder than I did the last year prior make sure I'm taking this more seriously than I ever should have ever should have and just making sure that I'm putting in the time putting the work make sure I'm connecting with the right people and doing what's best for me and knowing that I can go pretty far with the talent that I have
2: and we we bring we've brought multiple recruits on to this show and I know this is going to be my first interview and it's one of my favorite interviews. We both go to the same school. We're both striving for the same thing, trying to make sure that you as well as some of the other players get to go to these schools and deserve these, or getting these offers that they deserve. So do you have any other closing remarks or anything you would like to say before we wrap up?
3: To any athlete, just know that your time will come. Just make sure you put in the time and the work in. And um, hopefully for myself, I know that whatever coach, whatever school program they get me, they're going to get a hell of a player and know that I'm, I'm going to take the time to do what I need to do.
2: All right. Thank you so much, Chris. And like you said,
0: everyone, your time will come. Thank you so much. Well, Ashton, hey, good job on your first interview, the first of many here on the Viper Recruit Spotlight podcast. Let us now move on to our final segment of the show. And that is, of course, our Under the Radar segment, where we take a look that some of the athletes we feel are under the radar are when it comes to being recruited for one reason or another. Hey, maybe that's they're just a, a top of the line athlete, and for whatever reason, they only have two or three high profile uh, you know offers. When we feel they should have more, or they're one of those athletes that just don't have any author offers. Period, and, and we feel that they should. Whatever it is, they are under the radar. I'm not going to do one this week. I've, I've been kind of in the weeds getting you know getting ready for for UAL State softball. Um, We're actually recording on Wednesday because I'll be out of commission basically Thursday through Saturday. So getting the recording done early so we can get the show into you this week. That being said, let's jump to Jackson this week. Jackson, who is your under the radar athlete for this week?
1: So my under the radar athlete this week is a class of 2023 running back miles Arterberry from Klein high school. I got the chance to watch miles play at the uh, ESPN underclassmen report camp. Uh, He's a guy who uh, is really shifty, really quick, uh, has some great uh, ball catching skills out of the backfield. Uh, Miles already has five offers as of right now. He has air force, army, Fordham, Navy, and Texas state. Now, while, he's got offers, like we said, uh, are under the radar guy. I believe Miles is a guy who should be getting more attention. Uh, He's a guy that, as you see in the plays that we're showing right now on the screen, he's a guy who's a big playmaker for Klein High School. He was was an all-district team last year, special teams leader, academic all-district, a guy who is also great in the uh, in the uh, classroom, has a 4.1 GPA, rushed for 12.50 last year, had 410 re- uh, returning yards, 108 carries, and 10 touchdowns. I expect Miles to have a big-time senior, year, a breakout senior. Year, and I expect some more offers to roll in as camp season starts, and uh, you see some of these guys like Miles start to pick up some uh, big-time offers.
0: Ashton, let's turn it over to you now. Who is your under-the-radar athlete for this week?
2: So for this week, my under-the-radar athlete, I'm going to stay uh, with the wide receiver and in the same district as last week, the 16 a district. I'm going to go with a Bridgeland, now senior wide receiver, class of 2023, Jonathan Nelson. Jonathan has been on varsity since sophomore year, which obviously that Bridgeland team that sophomore year was loaded, so he really did not get to see the field that much. But he did see the quarterback position as sophomore year, one time throwing a 68-yard bomb to Hunter Wallace. But for his junior year campaign, he, to to say the least, he went off, obviously getting first team all district. You'll be seeing some of the clips here, but he he really did it all this year uh, with a lot of injuries, especially at the quarterback position this year for Bridgeland, he threw four touchdowns. He rushed for 455 yards, uh, seven touchdowns with 80 carries. And then he had 64 receiving, uh, sorry, um, catches with 820 yards and five touchdowns. So. Obviously, not the biggest numbers, but all around, making him just the athlete for that Brisbane team last year. And with Wigman graduating and the quarterback position really not known, and no one really knows what's going on there, he may be. what I have been hearing from some of them is he may see some quarterback plays from under the center and from the shotgun. So far, he currently has no offers, but he did go to a Memphis visit, and I have been talking to him. He's been keeping in contact with some of the Ivy League.
0: And there you go. Sometimes it's all about being that athlete, right? So, you know, stepping in, you know, an obvious need for Bridgeland this upcoming year. So going to be interesting to see what, how Bridgeland uh, you know, kind of reloads this season. Once again, folks, if you or someone you know uh, wants to be featured on this show or, or you feel they want to be they need to be featured on the show, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the DMs. Send us an email. Whatever it may be, we will, you know, let us know, and we will cover these athletes. That's what we're here for. That being said, that is our show for this week. Um, before before we go, there is no show uh, next week. No show next Friday. I'm on vacation. Taking taking about a week off. You know, got gotta have that time to recoup. So give us a week off, and we'll be back for episode uh, episode 19 in in two weeks. Um, so. You know, before we get out of here for a little two for a little two week break, let's do some shout outs. Jackson, who are you shouting out, man?
1: I want to shout out y'all. This is a, this has been our 18th episode, uh, Ashton. I know this is your second episode, but it's been a pleasure having you on, uh, excited to keep doing this with both of you. I'm going to shout out, uh, my little brother. Uh, they lost in the fourth round this past weekend. So that was tough. Uh, but he played a heck of a season. It's been a, an absolute joy watching him play the sport he loves the past 15 years. And, uh, going to be more proud of him or, or the woodlands high school baseball team excited to see uh my brother go to a&m and j- just overall uh shout out to harry you had a great season uh, i was very blessed to be able to watch you play the past 15 years
0: yeah man only eight more episodes until we've gone half a year can you believe it feels like we just started this this uh this podcast uh you know just yesterday and now we're almost half a year gone uh crazy to think about when all is said and done ashton who are you shouting out man
2: so, I actually, first and foremost, I want to shout y'all out. Y'all have accepted me with open arms, and especially with the shoes that I have to fill. We all know Will. We all know what he's capable of, and he's doing it. He's, we're watching him grow and blossom right in front of us. And just for y'all's acceptance and opening me with open arms, I really appreciate y'all, and I'm really looking forward to this year. And uh, I, I really can't, can't I really can't appreciate. I can't say too much more. I really appreciate y'all.
0: Well, we appreciate you coming on in, and, and like I said, doing a great job so far. You know, speaking of Will, going to shut out uh, Straight Jesuit. They uh, for the second year in the row, they're trying to get to, uh, you know, the state semifinals. The uh, last year they made that, and they got there. They got to get past Ridgepoint to do so this year. I think their first game in the series is is tomorrow. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm sure I think Will's going to Nebraska. So I don't think he gets to watch the whole series, but. be rooting them on so shout out to them shout out to the heinous while we were doing this episode they won the 1a softball championship so congratulations to them and you know shout out to you guys you know 18 episodes in jackson especially you know coming in uh you know it's been great to to be able to do this show with you and and Can't wait to, you know, do the show during the football season, right? We've been doing it during the downtime uh, of the football season. Can't wait till when the football season starts and we're doing this episode, uh, doing these episodes. um, You know, can't wait to continue this journey with you guys. That being said, that is our show for today. Again, we are taking a break. No show next Friday, but we'll be back two weeks from today, which is Friday when this is airing. So until then, I am whack. That's Jackson. i was gonna say jackson jackson and ashton a little tongue-tied there so once again i'll try that again i'm whack that's jackson and ashton and we'll see you at the games